Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 602 in the AM. <laughs> Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Conn. Jeremy, you know Ed offended me before we even turned the mic on. What'd he do? Well, he said, I, I did what you suggested yesterday. Then he said, I drank bullet. I never suggested yeah. that you drink bullet. <laughs> Well, that's the thing I apologize for. Never. I did listen to the music. I did what you said, but not with your favorite whiskey. You, you, you drink some bourbon and listen to Jelly Roll. I really did. That's, that's, that's whiskey-drinking music, man. See, I'm cool with it. I, I just didn't know that both of you, like, if one of you ended up liking Jelly Roll, I think I would have got it. The fact that both of you did, it kind of, like, threw me off, but I now I get he's it. He's Is it, like, because he's black and I'm old? Yes. Okay. What well, well, Jelly Roll used to do some just hip, he did hip hop stuff early. Yeah, he's genreless, man. Yeah, he just well, it's, it's he's big, music. It's the big thing now. It the crossover, deep. the crossover music where you're seeing more and more. Like Post Malone's doing country now. Yeah, he's he was photographed for Jelly Roll at the TMAs. Yeah. yeah. So you know yeah. when 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 I'm listening to Save Me, I'm saying, Are you sitting here? <laughs> did you consult me to write this song? I mean, you mm. feel like it. Honestly, he's. First time I heard it, I thought he was singing it to me. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? You thought your wife played a trick on you? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah, he's he's awesome. I don't think there's a song he made that I can't listen to. Mm. I go to I go to iTunes, and you know how you go to iTunes and you just play all of his songs, not not album, not within sequence of an album, just as they pop up. Doesn't he also looks like one of those guys? And I think face tattoos always help with this. Looks so unapproachable, but looks like a guy that you could sit there and have a conversation for three hours. Oh, with you just want to walk up and tickle him. You know, yeah. he's, he's approachable. Like the Pillsbury Doughboy? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, that's because you know who he is now. Yeah. I don't know how many guys you're walking up to and wait tickling. Minute, wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait 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 one minute. Did I just see what I thought I saw at 604? Yes. What the hell is going on? I don't know what that was. She looked like she had a hot water in the chamber going to the studio. Yeah. Her hair all askew and this giant puffer coat on, <laughs> bent over. They <laughs> talk about Gina Crash, folks. I'm sorry. That wasn't just I'm telling you, she sleeps in a clothes dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no uh, way you can wake up with a greasy look if you slept in a clothes dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys surprised that the Bills fired the OC? They had to fire somebody. I mean, it's not his fault. It's the quarterback's fault. Somebody had to go. 
The thing I am surprised about are all these cats that keep going, well, Josh Allen's showing you that you need help around you. I'm like, how much more? Give me Stephon Diggs. (laughs) Stephon, give me Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis, too, right. They're going to heck of a running back as well. And they've got a double tight end system. I know one of the guys is hurt now, but, like, there's weapons galore there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's funny. Somebody called, texted in or called in yesterday and said that it seemed like Lamar gets beaten up nationally more than any other quarterback. I said, stop, man. Every quarterback. And then yesterday I said, Ed, a picture. Who were they beating up, Ed? Saying all the negative things about Josh Allen. Because yeah. he's the one now. But it's about was. time. This yeah. was brought up, though, because they felt like he wasn't being criticized. And because he's on an island game, the criticism starts. Like, um, look, tra- I think because it was so competitive with the Chiefs that it was hard to criticize because the team wasn't getting blown out. Like, you know, the championship game, or the game before, I guess. Yeah. They end up, you know, losing that ridiculous game. And, you know, they, they really held the Chiefs. So I think that's why. The one thing that would throw me is there were rumors that McDermott had meddled in the offense this year. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that loved Ken Dorsey. I mean, he was one of the hot coordinators. Like, when's he getting the head coaching job? Uh, now he gets fired. And the thing we'll remember about him most is throwing all that crap against the, the window and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he threw. But, um, but, yeah, it's not like, again, the coaches are going to be the first ones to go. It's not going to be the head coach first. Usually it's going to be an ancillary yeah. coach or – you know, directional. The head coach goes, everybody goes, so you yeah. can't do that. So and then you got a whole new staff. Yeah, but they got to figure something out. It's almost like I feel like this was that move where you get a tech because you're not getting what you want out of your team. Mm-hmm. So you fire the OC to try to stir something I never, up. I mean, that's, that's not true. Man, you do that on it. Like he that. gets a tech and it says, yeah, I did that to fire my team up. You're up 11, <laughs> sir. What do you need to be fired up for? I wanted to be up 17 <laughs> by this point in time. Yeah, look at you. It's well, an odd thing anyway, though, if you look at it. It's just the whole thing where um, he gets fired because somebody's got to go. Jimbo it, Fisher gets fired after winning, and like you know, with this obscene contract. I mean, they just there's way more behind these things. We're gonna find out that Jimbo Fisher has relationship. He's got a Boston Celtic moment. You know what I mean? There's by something. Man. There's something going on with him, man. By, by the That's way, if you look, you don't fired right there. You don't eat seventy something million dollars over a guy with a winning record. I. Yeah. Those things always make me laugh. Like, I remember when the Orioles signed Russ Ortiz, and people were like, hey, we got Russ Ortiz. And I went, the Diamondbacks paid him $28 million to leave. <laughs> and you guys are happy that we picked up somebody because it's a different name. Right. And that's it always gives you pause. Like, wow. when you see something like that, you know, when, when, you, when you see a guy get sent away. Like, I was just, somebody brought up uh, Ime Udoka. You remember the old Celtics coach? Yeah. He's coaching the Rockets. Rockets yeah. are having a phenomenal season thus far. They look really good. It's a much different team. They're playing defense. And somebody said... Happy wife, happy life. Somebody said, please don't F any of the other staff. Is this the only thing? <laughs> happy wife, happy life. So he's, he's making wives happy? Is that what you're saying? Possible. He did it before. Everybody Tommy brought up Russ Ortiz. I hate that guy. You know who didn't manage Russ Ortiz? Who? Brandon Hodd, who won manager of the year yes, last he night. He didn't manage Russ Ortiz. Because they don't give him players like that. Mm. But they used to. So when he first started. Yeah, Russell Tees would have been on the roster. So congratulations to Hyde. Program reminder, Brandon Hyde will join the Big Bad Morning Show this morning at 9.30. I'm going to have him on and uh, talk about the award and what it means to him and how he got there. Huge, huge. A year late. Is it's that my phone? Big honor. It's, it's, yeah, it's somebody's on my computer. I'm going to sign it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't. Unless we can hear what's going on over there with, with Joseph. 
410-583-1057 is the number. Uh, Jeremy Conn, you you were out yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, was well, a, it was a good day. Show went quickly. Nice. I, it went very quickly for me as I woke up at 8.30. Actually, I shouldn't. I, I got to be. I forgot to turn my alarm off, so I woke up at 4.45, and I went, <laughs> I'm going back to bed. <laughs> no, but my wife and I went to a concert and uh, in Philly. She surprised me with tickets. Um, I talked about it. I saw Judah and the Lion and Need to Breathe, and uh, I listened to a lot of Need to Breathe when Mo passed, so there was some... Uh, it was it was a nice night, but need to breathe. Is that a the name of the band? Yes, people call them uh, a Christian band. They grew up in the church. There's a lot of gospel influences, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just I love their music. I do. I like. I, I think their lead singer Bear Reinhardt is one of the best singers out there. So you listen. went to Philly to see a gospel band. Thank you. God bless you, my brother. Yeah, but you, you, soon you'll be coming to my church. You think so? Yeah. Pastor Rob, Pastor Rob, can I confess? This ain't that no, type of church. Is, I ain't no, here to listen to your I'm not, BS. I'm not, I'm not Catholic. I, I swat, that was part of the joke. Oh, I said, right. Pastor Rob, you. can I confess? You just said, I ain't here to listen to your BS. Okay. I'm just here to collect my time. <laughs> 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 but no, my wife last night, two for two in concerts we went to, and the last two we went together, a little tipsy. Got a little yeah. tipsy. Did you get a little tipsy? I, me, I was I was in my spaceship. Yeah. I was just enjoying she the music and dancing. Did you all stay up in Philly? Yeah, we stayed overnight. We actually stayed at a place that was... Rittenhouse? No, it was called The Mint, but I'd never stayed at a place like this. It was like a condo that you could rent for one night. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can rent it for longer, like mm-hmm. if you're going to have an extended stay. Yeah, that's what it's for, I'm sure. Yeah, but we, we did it for one night because it was cheap and it was, it was nice. Mm. So mm. Good for you. you know, I had a dream about you, I just realized. Which one? We were doing something, and we had a guest on with a name that sounded like you know, it's like his on, and you were making a joke like, yeah, he's on, his on, he's, oh, yeah. he's on. That sounds like something. I, I, I swear to you, this was going on, and I, I didn't laugh. And this is the dream. Like ten minutes later, he said, D- "You get it?" I go, "Yeah, I got it twenty minutes ago. Not funny." <laughs> and you got all mad at me. <laughs> that sounds like it could be later today. Maybe it's deja vu. I swear to you, it just came back to me. He's on, his on. World of Stupid is at 7 o'clock with Jeremy Kahn, but on the other side, Shannon Sharp says he has trouble trusting Lamar and the Ravens. Do you? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Shannon Sharp, NFL Hall of Famer, appeared on the Nightcap Podcast with Ocho Cinco. And this is what he had to say about Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens. What's Lamar's history in the playoffs? Remember the first time after the MVP season, he had five turnovers against Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Yeah. The next year he goes to beat Tennessee. What happens mm-hmm. when he ended the in the division around? He goes to Buffalo. He turns the yeah. ball over. Pittsburgh, a pick in the end zone. He fumbled. Strip sack. Today, mm-hmm. another pick. Indy. They lost to Indy. Gardner Minshew in the fourth quarter. They had an mm-hmm. 88% chance of winning. Pittsburgh, game, yeah. Kenny Pickett, 90.2% mm-hmm. chance of winning. Today. Deshaun, I grant it. And Deshaun still, I mean, this was probably the best Deshaun has looked as far as running the football, throwing yeah. the football also. Yeah. At 97. And, second half. And two of these three games, you're at home. You got to win those. I mean, come on, Ocho. You got to win that. Yeah. He does not trust Lamar Jackson. And a lot of this has been put at, on the coaching staff. A lot of people have talked about it, um, you know, we talk about Patrick Mahomes and others who finish games and, and Joe Burrow. We don't talk about Andy Reid finishing the games. You know, we don't talk about the Bengals because we talk about the quarterbacks finishing the game. Mm-hmm. So is it right for uh, Shannon Sharp to put this on Lamar? Well, when you can point to turnovers, I get his point. You know, it's one thing if you just don't, you know, you choke the game away because the defense has a lot to blame in these games too. They were, you know, letting people drive down the field in the fourth quarter. And if you look talk about the Buffalo game, the offensive line couldn't play at all. Mm-hmm. They had no running game in that game. So it wasn't, you know, that was really not I don't think that was fair to put on Lamar. Um but it, it's, you know, you're the quarterback. I get it. You still can't turn the ball over. The offensive line cost them in that Buffalo game, in my opinion. But Lamar's turnovers are an issue. But I just do think and I think the problem is between Stephen A who's so loud and now Shannon Sharp, who was a Raven, criticizing Lamar. It, it carries some weight. Uh, you think it's right to put this on Lamar? I mean, you, you give – keep in mind, you give quarterbacks credit for coming from behind wins. You know, at some point, Lamar's going to have to take some blame for these uh, these fourth-quarter meltdowns. Can I ask a serious question here? Because, like, this always gets brought up with quarterbacks, and we've been talking about it, blowing double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. What's going on with the offense? When you know you're battling the clock as well. So we could probably say they've done it both ways. They've went out there and ran the football or run the football and tried to get the clock to go down. They've went out and been a little aggressive, maybe thrown on the early down and said, you know, F that timeout. We're not worried about that. If we get the catch, make sure you stay in bounds. All those things. How come it never gets brought up about the defense? Is it because we look at this defense and think they are more legit and we give them a pass? Mm -hmm. But like... Is McDonald changing something? Are you going to a true prevent? Can we look at that and say, hey, maybe that's not the best idea if this other thing had been working all day? And I understand the object of the prevent is to sit there and eat up some of the clock, but... The Orioles capped off their award season early? last night in style. Brandon like, Hyde you know I mean? winning like, AL Manager of the Year. The first the bird skipper to do so segment, since Buck Showalter in 2013. It and it's a, satisfi- like, and it's a satisfying achievement for Hyde, considering the lean years he got at this team through from 2019 to 21. There's a little bit of blame for everyone, yeah. but the quarterback is always going to get the And it's a satisfying achievement for Hyde, considering the lean years he got at this team through in 2019 and 20. developed a reputation. Like Josh Allen, he's number one in turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Lamar is have getting their reputation too, and that's why people are talking about it. I saw somebody post his numbers yesterday. The only thing that's elevated in the fourth quarter in those losses for Lamar, which is no surprise, 
is the turnovers. It's not like all of a sudden he's, you know, like he turns into a different player in the fourth quarter, like his completion percentage drops 70, you know, or from 70% to and it's a satisfying, 50 or something. And it's a satisfying it, achievement for like Hyde, considering the, the lean years he got at this team through from 2019 to 21. Explain a lot, but... Considering the lean years he got at this team through from 2019 to 2021 and the growth he's seen from Um, the team's prospects. I think when you talk about Hyde received 27 of 30 possible first place votes. Rangers manager Bruce Bochy came in second, while Rays manager Kevin Cash came in third. And the Ravens hitting the practice field yesterday before Thursday night. Is it a lack of trust? Because you go back to what you said about the turnovers. Do do I now pump the brakes on on my aggressive behavior or play calling because now it's a trust factor? Uh, there's, a, there's a reason for it. And the Ravens hitting so. the practice field yesterday Look, before not, Thursday again, night's primetime matchup against the Bengals. A lot has been made of the quick turnaround for both teams. A lot has been made of the quick turnaround for both teams, considering how important the matchup will be for the division crown. Though for Roquan Smith, he's ready to hit the field at the drop of a hat. Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey and Ronnie yards. Stanley oh, yeah, both missing practice for the second straight day, and it seems unlikely they'll go on Thursday. And again, that's inherently the problem. Marlon Humphrey and Ronnie Stanley both missing practice for the second straight day and it seems unlikely they'll go on Thursday while tackle Morgan Moses indicated he plans on playing after missing the last couple games with a shoulder injury. So you had a quarterback that's been turning the ball over and is not very good at throwing the deep ball so what, you going to go deep ball game? And open it up like people are expecting? Maybe not. Maybe it's Rob's point. There's not a lot of trust there. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy, as a coach, in a different sport but, you know, when... What's your definition of putting the game away? Getting aggressive and going at them to score more or not to give the other team opportunities? When it's not to give the other team opportunities, that means you don't quite trust your players on the floor. If it's to be aggressive and attack, it's because you know these guys are going to execute. Yeah, well, you both coach basketball. Yeah, You got a kid that can't shoot the three. You keep putting him in that position over and over and over? If I got a kid, a point guard that turns the football, turns the basketball Mm -hmm. over, I'm going to slow it down and and not be so aggressive going to the basket because I know she might turn it over. Mm-hmm. If she can protect the basketball and I got a, it's a seven-point lead with three minutes left, I want to put that team away. We're going at the basket. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to look at that the same way in, 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 any, in any sport. You know what I mean? If you have a pitch-to-contact closer, you're not telling them to throw a fastball with 3-1 count. You know what I mean? He's going to have to tickle the, the the corners and do things like that. You can't be as aggressive. Basketball is the one sport, though, that like I always, I've always coached at the clock because that's my enemy. You know, depending on how, when do you want to slow it down? Do you want to slow it down at the three minute mark? Do you want to slow it down at the four minute mark? Are you then just totally stopping what you do? Because we've seen that much, happen. Depending on how much I trust you. Exactly. So there's there's a <laughs> lot of that that goes into it. But with basketball, it's always about the clock, especially with a shot clock. You got a clock within a clock. Football does too. But the the fact of the matter is, um, you know, in these fourth quarters, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It just matters if it works out. Let's go to Bob and Timonium real quick. What's up, Bob? Hey, what's up, guys? Nothing much, man. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, one of the things I noticed on Sunday is it seemed like the offense, even even when they scored, they never had a sustained drive. Our defense was on the field. I don't know the time of possession, but it seemed like they were on the field most of the day. And then if you look at the way we scored, one of them was a defensive touchdown. The other one was down there on a fumbled punt. And they kept helping us out with more penalties, more penalties. But it just seemed to me like the defense was just worn out by the time they got the second half. Hey, thanks a lot, Bob. They were on the field a lot. What was that number you just gave me, Joe? 
Uh, 35 Browns, 25 Ravens. Hey. There's a big big uh, gap. Big discrepancy. Yeah. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Brandon Hyde announced uh, American League Manager of the Year. We'll talk about that at 645. Brandon Hyde will join the show also today at 930. But on the other side, team website, Ravens website, says Mitchell is in line for more carries. Okay, why now and not make that decision in the middle of the game Sunday? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully I, I can get in the game a little bit more. Uh, whatever happens, happens. I mean, if it come my way, I'm going to just make the best of it. So we just going to have to see. That's Keaton Mitchell. Looking to get some more touches, some more carries on uh, Thursday, I should say, against the Cincinnati Bengals. According to the Ravens' website, uh, Mitchell is in line for more carries. And this uh, this baffles me. It makes me scratch my Does head. It? What made you <laughs> decide not to give him the ball Sunday? And what happened between Sunday and yesterday to say, hey, I think we'll give him more carries? What What took place? Um, they decided to change the game plan because they don't do it mid-game apparently because they were befuddled about why he wasn't getting – I don't know. It wasn't our plan not to give him the ball. Yeah. So your plan was to give him the ball, so why didn't you do that? I don't know. I just don't, you know. For those of you who don't remember, this is what John Harbaugh had to say Monday. It's a very good question. I think it's, you know, something that's probably, you know, as you look back on it, part of the process of getting a young guy in there, you know, kind of working him into the game plan as part of the process as we go. You know, I don't think we felt probably as an offensive coaching staff we are going to throw the whole game plan on him. And then those are kind of the plays that got called from the groupings that got called in the second half. Looking back on it, would we have wanted him out there more? Yeah, and I think that will factor into this, this game plan. The way it got called, those plays weren't the ones that he was kind of scheduled for, you know. So, uh, and you look at, I look, I'll add Mark, you know. I mean, he got two passes in the game. Is that what we want? Absolutely not. You know, you want to – the ball goes where it goes sometimes, but we want the ball to go to Mark. So, I think that's also part of the kind of the dynamic as the season goes along, trying to work through those things. Jeremy? No. Go to somebody else. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> what is that? It wasn't part of the game plan? 
It's what he said. I don't know. As a coach, it doesn't matter what your damn game plan is. If that cat's out there busting off 40-yard runs, he goes back out again. I look over at Gus, and I look over at Justice, and I go, sorry, (laughs) but not really. And and I said this a couple years ago, Jeremy, when they had uh, Mark Ingram. Who else? I think that was um, uh, J.K. Dobbins' first year and Gus Edwards as well. And they were bragging about these three running backs. We got to find a way to get them all carried. No, you don't. You find the hot hand and you ride the hot hand. If the hot hand is not the same one next week, well, so be it. And it just seems like they have this fairness. Well, let's give him some carries. Let's give him some carries. Let's give him- no, who's hot today? That's who gets the carries. I just, like, I don't, if he's trying to protect somebody, if it's on him and he didn't notice it the same, like, if you're the coach, it does fall back on you. You're watching the same game I am. You got a, same, you got a headset on, too. By the way, we all said the same thing watching the game. Like, where, where's Keaton, right? What's going on? We we all said that watching the game. Right. Now you always want to give them to the end because you don't know when he's going to get back in the mix. But if I saw a guy break off that, those runs outside of spelling him or if he had an allotted amount of carries, which I'm sure it wasn't five right. or five touches, if he had an allotted amount of carries going for a game because you're building a guy up, like I'm listening to you. But in that sense, like the game's on the line. You know how important it is. How is he not... If you're trying to run out the clock in the fourth quarter and this guy's had explosive plays and when they've gotten behind the line of scrimmage, he's bounced it outside and taken it to the house, why is he not in there? And I'm glad you brought that up, Ed. That long run he had wasn't a design to go to the outside. This is this guy is a playmaker. You give it to your playmakers. You give it to your playmakers. And, you know, there's that old tired expression, ride the hot hand. If someone's, you know, in the zone that day, give it to him. And he was like he's been in the zone every time they called on him. So, you know, Let's see what he's got. Yeah. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go to East Baltimore and get Billy. What's up, Billy? What's up, um, hey, Jeremy? Um, Rob's well, what's going on? <laughs> what's Not up, much, Billy? Man. What's going on with you? <laughs> I'm trying to get myself together. Hold on, man. Because this stuff is getting on my nerves. I'm like Jeremy. Tell her stop talking that crap out his mouth. I don't nobody want to hear that nonsense. And talk, talk that to somebody else. <laughs> Man, Mitch Reaver, he either, he, they either try to hide an injury or put it like this. How many other games we done lost because we done held back on running plays? Do you think if we keep keep doing this, could, it, could this job be on the line? And, and on top of that, when Lamar keep throwing all them um, overpasses, overthrown passes, do you think our receivers going to start distancing them themselves away from them, man? Well, it, it's, it's hard to distance yourself when you're throwing it over my head. I mean, this is not we're not we're not talking about throwing it over uh, Anquan Bolden's head, who's who's a guy who's not been known for to be exceptionally fast. We're talking about burners. That's what we're talking. We're talking about burners. You're throwing it over the head. Though. Hard to throw over Zay Flowers' head. Yeah, it's hard to. Yeah. And and in terms of him hiding the injury, how they hiding an injury? And saying yesterday they're giving them more carries. They're not hiding an injury. I don't think they were hiding an injury, especially when they went to Keaton Mitchell after the game and he said, hey, whenever they call my name, I'm ready to go. Like, if there was an injury, it was e- it's it's easy enough to get away from this by saying, hey, look, he's coming back from an injury. We're right. to limit him. Or I was a little worried. It looked like, you know, he wasn't looking like himself when he came off the sideline. None of those things are true. They had absolutely no answer, Jeremy. No, and then they make this up about the game plan. But they've they've done this before. Oh, we got to go back to the game plan. We got to change it up. We did. It's almost like it feels like everything's been written for a loss, for a turnover. It like a telemarketer's calling you. If they say no, say this. Oh, okay. And that's what it feels like when we get a press conference now. 
And I'm not trying to, like, I know Harbaugh, like, will take a lot on himself and he'll protect players by not throwing them under the bus. But this doghouse thing, if if it is, in fact, like, he got put in the doghouse because he lost yardage on that last play, the seven-yard loss or whatever yeah. it ended up being, I'm not listening to that. I, I watched the Buffalo Bills after James Cook fumbled the ball in the first play of their game. They take him out of the game. They put Latavius Murray in. He was fine. But Cook's been your better back. Is he out there trying to fumble? And I don't understand this, too. At the NFL level, the coaches, if a guy is continuously fumbling, I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon had those problems. Mm-hmm. Then you get benched. You, you sign him, though. Yeah. Melvin Gordon had those problems throughout his career. You sign him. But I'm just saying, like, I understand benching a guy when those things happen. I don't get any of this, like, why this goes on, why coaches sit guys after they make a mistake. It's just... It just doesn't make any sense. How are you making them better? Is it just like sit there and think about what you're you've getting, done? You're getting in his head. Let's go out to the phone lines. Hakeem in Baltimore. What's up, Hakeem? Yeah, I, I just I think that everybody has a share, a fair share of blame in that game that they lost. But I mean, I'm just not understanding how you know when you when you have a, a, a double digit lead and 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 you and you blaming the you know not blaming but you know you assert most of the blame on the quarterback at some point. You got to hold because if you, every time you score, you give the ball back to the other team. Who, who if you, the defense is who, not holding, it's going to be a problem. Who are you making reference to, Aki? I'm making reference to the period. Just the, just the not you because oh, I'm going to hang up on him. Not you. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to say I don't put. I, I think every, I think everybody deserves a little bit of blame here, but I agree. That's, all the blame's not on the quarterback. I think we're all in that boat. Like yeah. it, it just goes around to everyone that you just don't put it on the quarterback. But it feels like the national narrative is to always throw that in Lamar's lap, like it's his fault. And by the way, that goes for all callers. If you're going to criticize Rob, do it at the end. So that way you get your point in ahead of time. By the way, it's not Lamar's fault that Watson was 14-14 to 14 in the second half. Uh-uh. That wasn't Lamar Jackson's fault. Lamar Jackson has nothing to do with that. So, no, he can't take all the blame for what took place on Sunday. And by the way, we, we always hear, too, the prevent defense prevents you from winning. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Like, you win like 80% of the time running that, 90% of that, whatever it is. Yeah. It's that, but we always remember these big comebacks when yep. you go to it. World is stupid at seven o'clock. That is with Jeremy Kahn. But on the other side, Brandon Hyde, manager of the year. He deserved it. But are you surprised he actually got it? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Big Bang. Update from the Yard. On 105.7 on The Fan. I thought we had a really special season. And uh, to win 101 games in, in the big leagues is so hard to do. And uh, how we fought for six months and, and continue to improve. And I'm just really looking forward to next year already and, and just really proud of the year we had. I'm really happy for you too, Brandon Hyde. We said it before, Ed, uh, um, a couple of years ago when he was hired, and we got to meet him in Florida. We both liked him, and the biggest thing was I didn't want this man to suffer through all the rebuild not to see the fruit. He suffered through the rebuild 
said that we've been saying that for years with him because it's always a fear. Now he has 101 yeah. wins and a manage American League Manager of the Year. Well, this isn't the norm, right? The norm is no. what we talk about. Yeah. You hire a guy to be fired and then bring in your guy. Bring in your guy then because, you know, the, the, the Hall of Famers or those that level managers not willing to go through a rebuild, which makes you question how great they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joe Madden is not willing to go through a rebuild, and how great is Joe Madden? Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you, hey, call me when you're good. Yeah. Well, if we're good, maybe we don't need to call you. You know. So, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, this is not Hodge case. No, I mean, I would have. I heard people talking on um, maybe the midday show. I can't remember. You know, would you be disappointed? Or mad if you didn't get it, but would you be surprised? I would have been surprised because you know I'm starting to feel that I'm here long enough. I'm getting that Baltimore thing where nobody likes us, <laughs> and I'm starting to get very defensive about it. But I mean, if you're going to be objective, he won 101 games. He he's been here for the whole rebuild. Yeah, and they do it with their own players for the most part. Yep, the Texans bought that team. They if you know Bochy's a great manager, Hall mm-hmm. of Famer. But look who they picked up. They the money they spent. I mean, you're talking about Corey Seager, Trevor Simeon, um, Degrom, Gray, Marcus Simeon, Marcus Simeon. Yeah, who did I say? Trevor. Trevor. Simeon. Yeah, they yeah. got him. They would have lost. <laughs> um, no, yes. but you're right. Uh, you, you talk about all the guys they spent money on. John Gray. They went yeah. to Andrew Haney, um, Nathan Avaldi. They spent yeah. money there. Then they then those some of those guys got hurt. So what did they do? They traded for Max Scherzer, gave up a young prospect to pay Max Scherzer yeah. money. You know, they Jordan Montgomery was a guy they traded for. They, they were all in. Happen. They were all in. Yeah. yeah, and nothing wrong with that. But you can't credit the. I mean, I hate. So you can't credit the manager with that. I mean, they bought the title, which is fine. Teams do it, but they, you know, they went out and picked up everybody. They all put all the chips in, and they and it paid off. But I still think Hyde, you know, did a lot more with less. I agree from years. the very beginning. Yes. Even even Last this year, year. Yeah. even this year, this year yeah. too. Yeah, oh, he's he is the manager. Jeremy, people always ask me, especially during the season when things don't go well, is he the kind of to get on you? Well, yeah, he is, but he's not the kind of to get on you and throw you under the bus. <laughs> and I'll give exhibit. I'll give you one example. Give you one example. When um, Gunnar Henderson stole second, and when supposed to run, and Aaron Hicks was at the plate, everybody said straight steal. I'm like. No, nah, I wasn't a straight. This is before we got down to the interview. I said, I don't think it was a straight steal. Mm-hmm. So why? So nobody looks back twice on a straight steal. He looked back twice. So he was thrown out on this one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looked back, and then you don't hear the crack of the bat. You look back, back again. Yeah. Well, why wasn't he busted it? But you don't. That's another example to me why I wasn't a straight steal because you don't want to bust it on a hit and run play because you want to be on your feet to go to third. You don't want to bust it, and no one agreed with me. So I asked Brandon Hyde the question in the post game show. And Brandon Hodge said, miscommunication. Yeah, okay. That was a hit and run. He, I gave, he yeah. gave everybody a chance, yeah. Hicks, to, say, to tell the truth to the media. He gave everybody a chance. No one said anything. You got this rookie on national TV is looking like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And you got a veteran not saying what's going on. So the next day, it was asked again. And what did Brandon Hodge say? It was a hit and run. He gave you an opportunity to tell. Yeah. And you didn't. So now I got to tell. Yeah. He's not the kind of guy that from the beginning is going to say, oh, it was a hit and run. He screwed that up. He's not going to do that. That's not how he is. There's some managers like that. That's not his style. Yeah. No, it's not his style. Um, 
I liked him from jump. I always have liked his style. I thought he really handled the losing years exceptionally well. Uh, never really got frustrated, lost his temper or anything like that. And it was, it was plenty of reason to do that. And I'm really happy he got to where he is now. Manager of the year, 101 win team, bright future with a loaded roster now. I think he really deserves got, it. And they basically got three first round picks. Too. Yeah, I know. Jeez. It's amazing because he got the Henderson one now. Doesn't he look like the Dutch guy on Ted Lasso? Who? Ooh. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Hyde. Wow. He, he looks like Mateo uh, Vandergrin, whatever his name. I can't is. believe you know his full name if you got that right. That's just creepy. It's, it's G R I J I N. Is you just seen the back to the jersey? Yeah, it sounds about right. Jersey. The the talking about the Dutch guy, right? The, yeah. Talking about the player? No. Who are you talking about? Don't worry, Rebecca on the boat. Oh uh, no, he does look like him. I was thinking of um one of the other. Well, players. How does he look like both? You say yes to the other dude too. <laughs> <laughs> they both look similar, same kind of like facial features. But, but he, he looks like the Dutch guy, guy in the boat. boat. I thought he was what? Nothing. You thought he was what? Didn't she meet him in Italy? No, she met him in Holland. That was the Amsterdam trip. That, that was, Ironically, that was he grew up in Italy. The actor still high. I think you were too. He speaks fluent Italian. He was actually born. He was raised in Italy, but that's not where it took place. It took place in Amsterdam. Correct. <laughs> I'm not going. He's probably got notes on this crap. I'm not even. <laughs> I know I'm not arguing this. <laughs> Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, and Jeremy Kahn getting you started on this Wednesday, Hump Day Wednesday week. Eleven of the National Football League begins tomorrow, right here in Baltimore, Charm City at M&T Bank Stadium, as the Ravens host the Cincinnati Bengals, and a lot of game, a game that a lot of people say must win, must win for the Ravens. We shall see. We'll see how we feel about that uh, uh, when the Bengals come into town. Is Mike Tomlin the best coach on a bad team? We'll talk about that at 715 because we got some more to add to that. But on the other side is Jeremy Kahn's time. It's the world of stupid. What you got, Jay Kahn? Yeah, we got a couple of dilemmas. So we'll talk about GPS. Do you follow it? Do you not use it? I've told the story of my dad being old school where he'll put it in the GPS and say, I'll follow you. It's right in front of you. Like, why do I have to slow down so you can see me? <laughs> anyway, we'll get into that. But the main story is going to be about what do you do when your dad moves in with you and he's having so much sex that it's so loud that you're worried your kids are hearing it during the day and they're meeting new women every single day. We'll talk about that because that's one person's problem to see what you guys would do. That's coming up next in the world of stupid. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.